This week on Ultra 64, we played Mega Man 64, which is not to be confused with Mega Man 64, which is a game where you play as your racist uncle. Welcome to Ultra 64. We are a podcast. We play as robots and we shoot things. My name is Steve Bentley. I am Blue Bomber Woody Siskowski. Uh, I, I was trying to think of some kind of dumb pun to use Blue Bomber with. Like, is this going to be a Blue Bomb or a Blue Bomber? Okay. And it, but that just didn't work. I, I really liked the joke you made earlier about the Mega uh, Ma- Ma- Mega Man splaining. That came. Oh, the Mega Man splaining. I should have yeah. done that. Oh, well, that's for the next podcast. That's for the spinoff podcast. The next where Mega I, Man uh, podcast we talk about. <laughs> we Mega this Man. This is the playing. only Mega Man game on the Nintendo 64. I this believe. is. It's the only one for new listeners. Uh, we are a podcast where we go through and play every single game in the Nintendo 64 catalog, at least for a little bit. We sure know. do. We're not going to beat every game on this system, because who has the time? But we're going to play them, all of them. And uh, this week we landed on Mega Man 64. And guess what? This is our 64th game that we've Hooray! covered. This is the one. Uh, so, I mean, we're not doing anything special for this, but for our 64th episode, we're going we're gonna to pump up the jams. We're going to kick out the kicks I'm going to raise the roofs. You know. We're going to spread the peanut butter. The, that gonna, roof that we're raising is going to be on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we're cool people. That's so, why we play all the Nintendo 64 games. Yeah, that's the we're only cool reason. people. Absolutely. We we're were cool. big, big hits in high school. We're beloved in the community. <laughs> Ladies love us. <laughs> We're LL hey, Cool J. Are you those guys with the Nintendo 64 podcast? Rips blouse. <laughs> yeah. Sir, put your blouse back on, please. No. Anyway. Uh, I feel like we've gone kind of the polar opposite as far as like platforming action games go. Like we went last week from the most obscure possible game with Starshot to this week we're playing uh, some I think this gaming royalty I think he's sure, uh, he's he, earned his place I think he'd be on the Mount Rushmore you know maybe if Mount Rushmore oh. has like 10 faces on I don't it. oh sure okay yeah like Mount yeah, Rushmore you're expand Mount Rushmore I think we need to expand Mount Rushmore to have 10 <laughs> faces and one of those faces you're gonna have Teddy Roosevelt Mega Man Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> And then a couple Banjo others. Banjo-Kazooie is one face. But Teddy yeah. Roosevelt is still on there for Teddy Roosevelt Treasure Tracker, which oh, is a I really love, fun game. I love game. that one. Yeah, it's Did a good one. I also enjoyed um, the Chester A. Arthur pole vault game. Ooh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who knew? Who knew that guy could do know. that? Yeah. I got a and then there's, of uh, in my home. There's William Howard Taft de Blob. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. de Blob. He just yep. bounces around. Or, no, you know what? Katamari Damasi would be a better William Howard Taft oh, game, yep, I think. Oh, yep, yep. The... Um, William McKinley uh, assassination avoid no you have to oh. uh, you have to stage you have to like sneak into uh, sneak into a ship and plant a bomb to like fake the uh, Spanish American War. Ooh, it's, I like that. Or, or you, a bl- bloody shirt waving simulator. Or it, you know, we could do like him trying to escape through a train station without being assassinated. So it'd be like a stealth action game. You know, like yeah, I don't know. Every time he gets shot, it's like McKinley. No, bum bum bum. Yeah, I anyway. like it. Anyway, um, yeah. So, Mega Man was never the president of anything. He wasn't, but, but he, he should be. He, yeah. Um, he, again, I'm, I'm a I'm I a Mega Man fan. Are you a Mega Man? Oh fan? yeah, definitely. Yeah, I um, like Mega Man a lot. He's gone through a weird rough patch. So yeah. let's. I don't know. Let's talk about Mega Man. Let's talk about Mega Man. So, um, 
I've I'm particularly when I talk about like my love of Mega Man, I'm mostly referring to the original NES games. So like, who is Mega Man? Like, why is he so mega? So this series debuted on the Famicom in Japan in 1987, and uh, he was known as Rockman over there. And then he was ported over here around the same time with literally the best bad box art you can imagine. Yeah, it's great. He he looks like a middle-aged man with scoliosis wearing a yellow and blue garbage bag. Holding a gun. Holding a gun, like, sideways. Like, I feel like he would shoot himself in the knee holding his gun that way. Yeah. It looks... I don't know why they went... It looks like nothing like the character, who in pretty much every other iteration is depicted as a young boy. The second one... The art on the second one isn't great either. I believe he still has a gun. He still has a gun. At least he's the the right colors on the second one, but he is still an adult man. It's not until the third game cover art that we actually get to see what the character basically looks like now. Yeah, so there were six games for the Famicom or NES that came out um, starring him, which is a crazy amount of games. I've beaten all six. Yeah, me too. I'm proud of that. Yeah, because those are hard. They are quite hard. Really hard. Um, they're, but they're all—they're all excellent games. It's, yeah, it's an amazing. I mean, they're all very formulaic. They're about as formulaic as it gets. Oh yeah, um, they, they have a—they have a system and they stuck with it. It's kind of a rock paper scissors sort of approach to boss fights. Yeah, you get—I think it's six six bosses per. I think the first one only has eight. four bosses. Oh, it's eight. It's even. eight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So and they all have a good variety. I love. The mega, the system of Mega Man bosses, where they just it. seem to create the most generic things like Fireman and like Windman, and then you would get the wind power and you would use it to blow out the Fireman. Do you know where those and, came from? No, listener contests or like well, re- some reader, of them. reader, some most of them. Yeah. yeah, I think from like Mega Man three on. Uh, the bosses in like official Mega Man games were from uh, listener or writer submissions. Wow. So I think that's kind of awesome. Like anybody could write in anything. And then I think for the X series, they kind of went a different way. They were mostly named after musicians. Wasn't, was it Mega Man X 6 where all the characters, all the bosses were like I gave like up Guns on Mega Brothers? Man X after uh, 3. I played the yeah. Super Nintendo ones. This, I mean, Mega Man X has um, animals and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Chill Penguin and Storm That's Eagle. right. That's right. Um, so, yeah, but the thing that's confusing, yeah, so the story of Mega Man is... You know, he's this robot boy yeah. created by uh, the good Dr. Light is his creator. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like Pinocchio, but as a robot, and he kind of wants to be a real boy. I feel like there's that yeah. kind of interplay going. Heavily, heavily inspired by Astro Boy. So oh, if you're familiar with the right. old anime series Astro Boy, yeah, that's basically the same thing. And he even kind of looks the same. He's got kind of the little Widow's Peak thing in his helmet. and Yeah. So and, very heavily inspired. Yeah, and so those games are all fun, clean uh, platformers and you know Mega Man was riding high and yeah. then it shot uh, you know the Mega Man X series for the Super Nintendo was also very popular it continued on into the PlayStation yeah. now I believe is Mega Man X is X a different character than Mega Man it's, yes it's a different timeline there are four okay. distinct timelines across the Brace yourself, 130 Mega Man games. Oh my god! There's 130 Mega Man games, and that's not including crossovers and things like that, but we'll get to that. There's multiple different timelines. So there's 130 Mega Man yeah, games? Yeah, yeah. The original series, uh, there's 11 in like uh, the actual numbered yeah. Mega Man 1 through 11. Uh, then there's the Mega Man X timeline, then there's the Mega Man Legends timeline, and then there's Mega Man Battle.net. And then what about Zero? Are those counted as Mega Man games? I think they're spinoffs of X. Okay. Uh, But yeah, they they do count in that if you're making that tally. Um, Did you ever hear any rumors about why it was – like this was a schoolyard thing that we would talk about. Like because we found out that Mega Man was called Rockman over Mm -hmm. in Japan. And the rumor I always heard when I was growing up was that it was because of crack. 
they changed oh. the name because they didn't want it to be associated with like the crack epidemic and uh get kids playing with crack rocks i guess uh-huh. so no i um i didn't i didn't hear that i mean my brain always just went to rocks and i didn't see the resemblance of why he would be called right. rock man and i just um, didn't think about it because so it's why like, was yeah. he called rock man in japan all right so it? there was the other rumor was just that like uh because originally the game was going to be all music based which has a little more uh credence because a lot of the supporting characters are like they're still named Tango and Bass and, and your, uh, your your love interest roll. is Roll exactly yeah so Rock and Roll yeah it would make more sense and I mean and you know these games have great music the, I mean, the NES ones are all classic Mega music. Man Two the theme song that might be my favorite piece of video game music yeah. ever I love That's it great. so much. Uh, but you no, know, the actual reason for the name change is even more boring than you could possibly imagine. Uh, there, I found an interview with Capcom Senior Vice President Joseph Morici from 1993, and uh, they asked him why he changed the name, and he said, that title was horrible. So I came up with Mega Man, and they liked it enough to let, keep using it for U.S. games. I mean, I agree with him. I think Mega Man is a much a better, better name. name than Rock Man. You got some nice alliteration, and yeah. it makes more sense than... You know, he's he's clearly mega. He's not rocking or anything. Yeah, I also think that uh, Mega Man would be a good name for like a um, male enhancement supplement. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we need to start spending, sending out some spam emails to everybody. Yeah, would you want to feel like a Mega Man? Yeah. <laughs> Have you lost some of the zip in your Mega Buster? Your P Buster. Your P Buster. That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the game was pretty innovative when it came out. I, I really liked that style of, like, you have to pick which boss to fight. It's a lot of trial and error. So you have to find the boss that you can easily kill with your buster gun. And then you can take that robot boss's power mm-hmm. and you so get a you new beat, weapon. If you beat the ice guy, you'll get, like, the ability to shoot icicles. And then yeah. you can use that to beat the fire guy. Exactly. But it's never super intuitive if, like, the fire beats the ice or the ice beats the fire. Exactly. You yeah, you never totally know. Yeah. but Or, like... In, in Mega Man 3, there's, like, a top man, and you get, like, it gets really... more obscure It's, like, a it really completely useless power until you get to the very final boss, and then you, like, one-hit kill with the top. Yeah, they're, they're all difficult games, but they're much easier when you actually know what weapons you're supposed to use. Right. But, again, it's it, part of the fun is, like, just playing through and trying to get new skills and trying to try them out against yeah, other I bosses. Yeah, I mean, in the NES times when you have much fewer games, you're going to put a lot more effort into yeah. it. When you go back, there's really excellent collections for these games now. Um, there's a lot of them, like Mega Man Legacy collections mm-hmm. and things that have, you know, six games. You can get them for the 3DS. It's like $15. It's got all the NES games. They're mostly pretty common, but they, for some reason, the GameCube version is quite rare. It's hmm. one of the rarest games on that system. So if you have the GameCube version well, of Mega Man Legacy, version, well, there so. you go. It's quite rare. It's- do you have a favorite of the original six? Uh, I believe that Mega Man 6 is my favorite. Really? Because that's the one I played the most of. And that's it has this cool choice. feature where um, he's got a dog, Rush. Yeah. This red robot dog who you mostly use as like a spring jump. You would jump on him. Or he would be a jet sometimes that you could fly. Yeah. But in board. Mega Man 6, he actually like combines with you to form these power suits. And oh. so you have like a jet pack and this power um, armor that you can use to destroy terrain. So. See, that's the, probably the one I've played the least. It's so good. I, I it's didn't good. remember all of that. You really but, uh, can't go wrong with any of. You the, can't go wrong. Well, what I, about you? I go with three. Three okay. is my favorite because um, a lot of people swear by two, which is completely—it's a classic. Yeah. It's on the actual NES Mini collection thing. 
Uh, and that's a totally respectable choice. But three, they introduced the slide oh, mechanic, yeah. which made a big, big deal for me. I love the slide. Um, and those were some of my favorite bosses in the series, and yeah. I think yeah. I also like it when you're able to charge up. Three, you can't charge up the buster, and I like being able to charge them that's up. True. Okay, that's true. Okay, that's fair. I think they introduced that in four. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, a lot of people swear by the X series, and they'll say that one's better than the NES, and I think we're both kind yeah, of Yeah, we've agreed like, that those people are dumb. They're dumb people. They're dumb, <laughs> ugly people, and they should go away. No. They're not that bad. No, it's totally reasonable because, like, Mega Man X is a totally good game. It There's is. nothing wrong with it at all. It just doesn't do it for me the same way that uh, the original ones did. Yeah, it doesn't. And what's really cool is the way they brought back. So, yeah, it ran the Mega Man games on the NES ran for six. And then they did, like, you know, there was this big hiatus where they're doing Mega Man X games. Mm-hmm. And then during PlayStation 3, what was this, like, 2000? It would have been about 2012 at that point, 2010. Yeah. They brought back Mega Man 7. Well, they, no, no. It was uh, uh, the PlayStation. The first PlayStation got Mega Man 7 and 8. No, oh, they got right. 7. You're right, you're right. Then 8 went on to PS2. Right. And then there's a long break, and then uh, 9, 10, and 11, which were like D-makes. They kind of look, right. they use they the Mega look Man like, 2 they engine. Look, they're interchangeable with the NES games. Exactly. They, they look great. They play, they're really fun. And yeah, the, really I think good. the next one of those is coming out soon. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. pretty soon. No, that pretty is soon. really cool. Um, um, and so... <laughs> Yeah, and, and I mean, more collector's information, though. If you have Mega Man X2 or X3 on Super NES, also quite rare yes, and uh, getting rarer. As well. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, because there's a huge fan base for Mega Man. Let's talk about that for yeah. a little bit. Um, I would say maybe it's, I don't know how big the fan base is, but it's definitely a loud fan base of nerds on the internet who love their Mega Man yeah. and always want more Mega Man. And they have a real soft spot for this Mega Man Legends series, which. We played today. Yeah, Mega Man sixty four is Mega Man Legends. It is, yeah. So much a long delayed port of that, but uh, and, so, and there was supposed there were three games in this little spin off series, and uh, there was supposed to be a, another one, but that's been canceled. It was announced and it was in development and then canceled, and there's been no word of it in like ten years. Now, yeah. So. so the Mega Man Legends is not a series that I've ever played, and so I was excited to play it. Here today, I guess I actually do have a memory of renting this game, Mega Man 64. Yeah. But I remember playing it and feeling like it was pretty drab and slow. And after playing it today, that opinion does not really change. I would um, I would fight you on the drab uh, okay. because I feel like it's it's got a really nice, colorful, lively palette. I think this is a really nice looking game. Well, here we'll pause that. I'll I'll, I'll get I'll get into you, so that. So we're Let's... still we're still in general Mega Man talk. We're still in general Mega Man. Yeah. Okay, so let's... Uh, yeah, I said the 130 games, uh, and that's including spin-offs, handheld versions, ports, racing games, soccer things like games. that. Yeah, there's Mega Man Soccer came over here. Uh, he's also probably one of the most prolific fighting game characters, wouldn't you say? Like, he's in every fighting game. He's in Smash Brothers. He's in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. He's in Street Fighter X Tekken. He's in... Um, oh, huh. God, what the hell? He has his own fighting game called Power Battles. Oh, yeah. Like... I don't know why people look at him and say, like, all right, this is a guy I want to have mixed up in my fighting games. Yeah, he's just a a game that people have a lot of... uh, He's a character people have a lot of affection for, but no one seems to really want to make full games starring him. Yeah. So they're like, well, we'll just throw him in the fighting games and get the fan service. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, you toss it in, he's instantly recognizable. Except Street Fighter X Tekken, where they, as kind of like an FU to people, he's a hidden character in there, and you get to play as the 1987 box art version of him. Oh like really? The big fat guy with the yellow and blue suit. That's oh, that's who you get to awesome! Play as. I didn't know it's that. It's pretty that's hilarious. Super funny. Yeah, it's great. He's got the little pistol and everything, and he just like belly flops on people because he's just this big fat middle aged guy. 
Uh, all right, so it also spawned a 1994 Saturday morning TV series that lasted 13 episodes. And I'm going to cut in the uh, soundtrack music to this because I think it's like amazing and really stupid. And if you know the words Super Fighting Robot Mega Man, there, congratulations, you've learned the theme song. Super Fighting Robot Mega Man. Repeat it ad nauseum until you die, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it didn't last very long. And there's been a rumored movie in the works for a little while now. Fox announced that they were uh, producing the film back in 2015. Uh, apparently, it's in production. Like, mm. as of September of last year, it's in production. They have directors. They went with uh, Henry Houston Ariel Schulman, who are the guys who directed uh, Catfish. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. That's a weird choice. But, yeah. Uh, and it's supposed to be live action, uh, which I feel like a CGI. Sounds quite weird. Steve. Sounds quite weird. Uh, but I don't know how the Disney acquisition of Fox is going to impact this. Like, there's been no casting announcements. There's been no anything. And I feel like the series has been dormant for so long. You know, yeah, I don't know it, it doesn't I don't know strike really... me as the kind of series that you want. I don't know. Like the narrative backstory is not the thing that draws me to Mega Man. Well, they it's... already did an Astro Boy movie, and people didn't see that. You know, it's like I didn't know they did it. So they did there it. you go. Nicolas Cage was in it. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> it's was, an, he, was he the maker of Astro? He Boy? was. Yeah, and it was CGI. So like, but it, it's a nice looking CGI movie. But nobody saw it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's get into actual Mega Man sixty four. That was the last little bit of trivia I had. Uh, so this was published and developed by Capcom, released on January tenth, two thousand one. So that's quite late in the life yeah. cycle. Uh, it was previously released on the PlayStation back in nineteen ninety eight. And it was also ported onto Windows and eventually onto the PSP. So, yeah, I just want to emphasize that again. This is a game that came out in 1998 for the PlayStation. Three years go by, Mm -hmm. and then they're like, all right. Four years if you count, like, when it was originally released in Japan. That's true. We're ready. We're ready for this on N64. So, uh, that's a lot changes in that amount of time, I feel like. That, again, to set context, this came out pre-Ocarina of Time on the PlayStation. Yeah. And post Ocarina of Time on the N sixty four. Yeah, exactly. So it post makes Majora's it Majora's Mask too. I think, yeah, it right? makes yeah. it a fairly tough sell. In it, term. it didn't age terribly well, and you have to keep in mind like the production cycle on this took the PlayStation series ended in between the release of the original game and this port. Like you had Mega Man Legends, Mega Man Legends two, and the Adventures of Tron Bond, which is it's kind of a spin-off. Mega Man Legends. 3, yeah, but it's probably definitely the universe. So the series was done. Like, that's the last that we got of it. And it came out before this port did. And I'm not even going to... I feel like uh, we rip on developers too much for being, like, late or slow or, like, releasing kind of, like, lower quality ports on the N64. 
But I feel like we might be being too harsh on them because the development cycle on the N64 was notoriously difficult. It's kind of why, you know, Nintendo 64 was winning the console battle pretty handily when it first came out. But after a while, the game started to slow down. Like, there weren't as many releases and people lost interest because PlayStation's releasing 10 games a week and you get, like, maybe five Nintendo 64 games a month. And it's and just some of them are blast, or some of them are uh, Beast Wars transmetals <laughs> or Starshot Space Circus. Yeah, Fever. exactly. Yeah. Which is barely a game. Exactly. So. Yeah. So you know, I'm not going to be too hard on developers because it really, really is difficult. And the, you read interview after interview with developers, and it's like, yeah, they struggled because Nintendo is very draconian about who develops for them and the way they do it, and the hardware was difficult. And a lot of times you're trying to condense things that were on a disc or a CD-ROM and put it onto a cartridge. And, yeah, and that, you lose stuff in the translation. It is, it's still always a confusing and bizarre thing to me, the things that suffer on the N64 versus the things that are improved on the N64. Because often I feel like the N64 seem to have brighter colors, a lot smoother textures with mm-hmm. their games, which, I mean, this game, yeah, like you said, it's colorful. It, uh, it looks okay. Um, yeah. But the sound is pretty ugly real bad yeah it's um, like tinny it sounds like somebody's recording it can, from inside a tin you can, can barely somewhere. understand the voice acting like the voice acting yeah. i don't even know if it, it's not particularly exciting voice acting but it's it's almost very inaudible. it's very 90s anime voice acting yeah. uh so there's like five people out there who are going like yes i know what he means wow and they sound like a monster apparently <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I mean, forget about what we, we just talked a lot about Mega Man. Basically, forget about that. Yeah, forget all you know. Forget all you know, because this is his first foray into 3D, uh, and it's not like a side-scrolling action-adventure game anymore. Now it's like a 3D kind of action RPG. Yeah. Uh, very heavy emphasis on story, on characters and things like that, like dungeon crawling, and, uh, not a lot of what you think of when you think of traditional Mega Man. And that's kind of what I was missing mostly because I love the weapon swap system. I love the uh, boss fights and the rock, paper, scissors. This is going for more of a Metroid approach where you kind of gradually upgrade your weapons and just get stronger and stronger as you progress, which is a fine way to go about it. And I think for an action RPG, it makes sense. This game reminded me a lot of those really old RPGs, something like Ultima or... Um, like they, Wizardry they do new, or something? Yeah, yeah. Wizardry. Yeah. Um, because when you, you basically go to the town, they're like, go rescue my husband who runs the junk shop who's down in this pit. And so you go down to the pit and it, this is my complaint is mm. a lot of the battle areas where you actually stage the action are just super drab. They're just like these sort of high tech looking corridors with no, no real, nothing really distinct on the walls or anything like that. They all just kind of look the same. And that's why it reminds me of those old RPGs because it seems like it'd be really easy to get lost and the doors are not clearly labeled or anything like that. I I will definitely give you that with the the dungeons. Yeah, they are kind of gray and samey. But I think this one makes it stand out a little bit with the... uh, enemies the character designs of the enemies they look very crisp and they look very colorful they're easy to see and uh, they're not just going to be like gray blobs that are blurring into the background which is kind of a trope of a lot of n64 that's true but i don't think that they have the character of the original Mega Man enemies which would have like these you know there'd be like these dragons that would shoot bubbles out of their mouths and like like the the weird you know the weird chameleon guy that would like shoot tail rockets at you chameleon man just, yeah i i guess is what i'm saying is i don't feel like this game quite captures the charm of the 
original NES one. I, it still has I, something I, going on. I feel for like it, we're but... going to deviate a lot on this game. Okay. I feel like I enjoyed this game a lot more than you did. Uh, and, I, and I actually think some of the character designs in this are kind of evocative of of that original game because really if you think back on like what most of the like little minion characters in Mega Man look like they're just kind of a weird collection of robots that shoot lasers at you they're they're thematic to the level Mm -hmm. and that's kind of all they are here um the ones most of what we're fighting are little guys that look like onions but you know this again when we were talking about this too this is the kind of game that's hard to really give a fair shake to in an hour Mm -hmm. um Similar to like, uh, well, you brought up Quest, but I feel like we did Quest just Sure. We, we didn't um, think that Quest was going to get a lot better. No, yeah. Uh, but some games like these, Castlevania All the like games that, yeah. like this, and this is sort of a big complaint I have with just RPGs and adventure games in mm-hmm. general, is at the beginning, they have the tutorial and you walk around and then you go, they introduce you to the town and like, wait around and do this fetch quest where we get you the card for the town. Yeah. And then you go into this simple dungeon and here, let's do a... I really, yeah, this game, they just take so long to get started. Let's let's reenact some of the dialogue from this that, uh, okay, that, I, that I enjoyed. Um, so, um, all right, so this is a new weapon. We're going to install it on the car here. Wait, 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 wait. You mean this car? Yes, we're going to install the weapon on the car. Wait, wait, we can use this car to install your weapons. That's right. Now that the weapon is installed in the car... Press left C to shoot the weapon. Oh, so okay. If I just press left C, I will shoot the weapon. Do you want to hear this explanation again? Yes. Fuck. No, I meant to press the... Ah, damn it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's about right. That's about right. There's lots of... uh, They really beat it over your head. Like, they really want you to understand this game. Uh, Like, we've heard that there's pirates approaching. What? Pirates? Pirates? We better find Grandpa. I heard that there's pirates. Does Grandpa know about the pirates? Like, you better find Grandpa and warn him about the pirates. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, well, let's get into the plot a little bit. Okay, we're yeah. talking about pirates. And this, yeah, the plot is, like, a, I think an important element of this game. So your character here, again, you're a distinct Mega Man. You're not the Mega Man from the original. You're not oh. Mega Man X. You're a distinct Mega Man. And your name in this is Mega Man Volnut. And I don't know where they Highly got the name flattering Volnut. Name, Volnut. Uh, yeah, it's not a charming name. But he, he starts without a helmet, so he very much different. He's still got that blue armor and arm cannon. Yeah, but uh, no but he's helmet. got he's got some Goku hair going on. Yeah. Uh, so the world that you're living in is kind of it's kind of what I call like happy apocalypse. It's it's like an Adventure Time style where it's <laughs> so far post apocalypse that everything's kind of okay again. Uh, but the world is pretty much water world now. The ice caps melted and uh, everyone's just living on these little islands uh, around the globe. And there's a little group called the Diggers. They go from place to place looking for these ancient ruins. And inside these ruins are uh, energy sources called quantum refractors. Reflectors? Refractors? Refractors. Refractors. Okay, I was blending all the words. Uh, you were blending all the words. I was blanding all the worlds. <laughs> you were blanding all the warbs. So, nerf narb narb in snurp narg marg. Anyway, so, yeah, the diggers are seeking out these quantum refractors, and they travel from ruin to ruin seeking this out. Uh, there's one digger, uh, the character, my favorite name in the game, Barrel Casket. Barrel Casket. Uh, he's a grouchy old man. He's seriously like a Walter Brennan prospector character. I love it. Uh, Ooh. No, refract 
refractors. There's refractors in these hills. They're quantum, I tells you. Quantum refractors. Yeah. It's a good thing the dog's not here. He'd be freaking out outside. He's like, what, what? Anyway, my dog's name is Refractor. Um, Steve's dog name is Quantum. Uh, so one one digger. Yeah, okay. So Barrel Casket. He discovers Mega Man as an infant in one of these ruins. And uh, he decides to raise him as one of his own alongside his granddaughter, who is conveniently named Roll. Convenient if you are in Japan and he's still called Rockman. Uh, confusing if you're not. Anyway, so rumors start to circulate amongst the digger community of a so-called mother load, which is a massive source of quantum refractors that would basically set your fortunes forever. So the thrust of the game is Mega Man trying to find this mother load and also trying to figure out his origin, like where he came from, why he was an abandoned baby in an ancient ruin. Okay, I have a question for you, Steve. Okay, I might have an answer. Imagine you're a robot. Bleep bloop. Why do you need money? Why do you, like... For polishing your chrome and like, like getting a gold you don't grill. Need to, you don't need to buy food. You don't. You can just like. Are we sure about that? No, I guess not. We never see him eat in this game, though. Do we? I guess no. Okay, so I mean, we know the old, the original Mega Man was a robot boy, but do we know that this guy is not like a human in a suit? Yeah. No. The, you go into. Remember, you walk into the ladies' clothes store, mm. and she says, "Hey, you're pretty cute." You're a robot boy, so you might okay. not be interested in women's clothes, but like you can come here and look at me anytime. Oh, just right. Fall over Mega Man in this game. They do, yes. and and he's coded as a very young boy, so that's a little <laughs> it, creepy. It he a has little a creepy. young prepubescent boy's voice. Uh, so yeah, it's a little weird, but yeah. Okay, so that that answers that. I mean, you can buy. What do you buy in this? You can buy upgrades. You buy upgrades. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the whole structure of this game, the whole gameplay of this, seems to be. Go down into the pit, yeah. shoot some things, and open a chest that you can use to like improve your blaster speed. Or yeah. it's a little bit of customization. You get three slots um, for your weapon, so you can have um, the thing that improves your range, something that um, gives you a sort of side weapon to use, like yeah. a machine gun or a high-powered cannon or something. Yeah. Um, and then something that improves your movement speed. And so you can kind of mix and match these different things. So go down, get the power up, go back up have a bunch of slow dialogue and yeah. then go down to another more difficult dungeon. Yeah, exactly. And it, we I think it would have been better if you could switch your weapons on the fly like your special. We yeah, discovered you have, it takes a long time. You have to go back to the base to talk to Roll to actually switch your weapon. Which yeah. Which is like a very unnecessary. It's a clunky system yeah. especially because all of your weapons are displayed in your menu. Like I feel like being able to switch on the fly would be really effective. And that's part of the heart of Mega Man, I think, is when you go to, like, your mushroom shooter, yeah. to your saw blade shooter, yeah. to your, like, uh, panini maker. There's a panini. <laughs> he got that from Panini Man. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Absolutely. He's he's a tough one. He can only be defeated by Mustard Man and his mustard gun. No, George, George Foreman Man. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Damn it, that's better. Yeah, because that can do meat, and it siphons off all of your grease. That's right. Which I like that better. Like I like I like seeing the grease get off. I know that's like kind of a hacky invention that they just sell at Kmart, but like that's pretty great. If George Foreman actually came up with this, then he's a genius. Maybe we can get an endorsement from the George Foreman for the Ultra Sixty Four. I bet we can. I, I'm going to talk to him because I bet he would be interested in this and the fact that we just gave him a compliment and also the fact that he named all five of his children George Foreman. I think that's a great is choice. That tr- is that actually that's true. true? All of his kids are named George Foreman. Yeah. Like George Foreman the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth? I don't know if he even has the numbers on there. I think they're just all named George Foreman and 
Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's amazing. That makes me wait. I enjoy that I think fact he got, way more I think than he got, anything in Mega Man sixty four. Yeah, I think Muhammad Ali hit him a little harder than people <laughs> realized. Um, yeah, but anyway, George Foreman sponsor us. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the thrust of the gameplay. I think. Uh, the dreaded camera is what we're running into with any one sure. of these three D action games, and I feel like this one had the opposite problem that Starshot did, where Starshot will go completely wild without with just the slightest provocation. You nudge a button, and it'll start and send it spinning around you for five minutes. Here, it's like so rigid and so controlled and so stuck on your back that it's really hard to maneuver. Like, it's a little dis- disorienting every time you make a turn. Yeah, but it still changes every time you make a turn. So it also it does make you a little sick it's kind of hard i mean it since most of the action takes place in these tight corridors yeah i feel like this is definitely a decent camera for the kind of game it is sure because you definitely don't i could very see it easily happening the camera zooms out and now you're like looking behind a wall yeah um but it is a little disorienting i'm wondering it's not ideal we have not reached yeah. peak camera quality well that's the thing we did reach peak camera quality in mario 64 and no one else got it right i don't get why they was right there the rare did okay rare did okay I mean, yeah. rare did okay yeah but even even the rare games like the biggest complaint you could lodge against something like banjo kazooie is the camera sluggish you know it's it's pretty still pretty good but yeah i mean i feel like mario 64 nailed it right off the bat and i don't know understand how hard it is just to copy their system like the c buttons are right there they're kind of great for that but again, Mega Man 64 has a lot of uses for those C buttons. That's true. Like you need them. You get alternate weapons. You need to be able to talk and interact with people. Um, yeah, it, it, the game controls just fine. and It takes some getting used to, but once you orient yourself to it a little... And precision was is always going to be a problem. Like if you need to like slowly walk up to a chest or something. Like you can hold down the down C button to make yourself walk slow, but... You can still miss it. You need to be standing directly in front of a chest to open it. and So precision's a problem. Uh, but luckily, combat is pretty effective because you can lock on. Yeah. And this series actually introduced the lock-on mechanic before Ocarina of Time did. But since this one came so late, like it feels like more, of a, it feels like a sloppier version of that, you know. Uh, but it was actually the first one to do it. I wonder if the the PS One games let you use the dual analog sticks to control I don't the know. camera. No, I can never remember when the dual analog stuff came out. Was that early in the PS One lifetime? It, uh, was, I mean, it was with Ape Escape. Right? Ape Escape was the first one to really use it, so maybe it Man, wasn't why out yet. Play Ape Escape. That game's I like awesome. Ape, I like Ape Escape a lot. Me too. Yeah, that one's great. Actually, speaking of Ape Escape, Ape Escape. Mm. This See, game, words are hard today. I'm yeah, you're you. right. Words are hard. Um, um, this game looks a lot like, uh, yeah. yeah, to get a mental image of what it looks like, it's colorful, um, sort of cartoony anime style. Uh, I really like the way this game looks. I do. I think it's super cute. There's a little, like, happy jumping I monkey. Love, I love the save monkey. You get to meet Tronbon, who gets her own spinoff series, and she's like a kind of a pirate girl, and she has all these little serve bots that to me look like the Lego versions of, like, the minions. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're just on the right side of cute and not the annoying side of that spectrum but they've got these adorable little voices and it's like come on this game's adorable i did agree that the game was cute i guess i just found that um it sort of it felt very uh patronizing to me as the player in terms of how much it wanted to explain it over explains it to death yeah and that's pretty common in that i think of this era with the translation issues and everything like that but still no it's a fair point Um, yeah, like we said, the audio is very, very rough, though. It suffers a lot in order to get some kind of clearer uh, visuals 
So I don't know if that's and they crammed a lot of voice acting into this, like some of the most we've heard on a cartridge so far. It was very odd. I, we went back and talked to one of the characters and there was no voice acting. And then when I talked to the specific character who I was supposed to talk to to advance the story, there was voice acting for the yeah. character I just talked to. And yeah. it's like, why don't you just use the same clip there? Yeah. I think he said the exact same thing, but... And that guy looked exactly like a uh, Astro Boy character, too. Yeah, like, the old doctor? No, the the, the detective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with, like, the big bushy mustache, yeah. Really, most of what I know about Astro Boy is from the Game Boy Advance game. Mm-hmm. Did you play that? Omega Factor. So good. Yeah, it's So fun much game. fun. Um, so, anyway, reviews at the time of this port were pretty harsh. Um, most of the reviews I read, they kind of admitted that the core game is still pretty fun, and there's still some good basic stuff here, but... Uh, this is just a direct port of a three-year-old game, and a lot changed in between then, especially, like, the the PS2 had launched three months prior to this game coming oh, out. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and that's kind of a stark difference. And even, like, other games on the N64 before this look way, way better and control better and kind of had their shit a little more together, which you would kind of expect a little bit from a game at the very end of a system's life cycle. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't totally condemn it. Um, well, like I said, this is a game with a definite a definite fan base. I've met yeah. many people who really enjoy this game, and you know, that I have no problem with that. It's it's definitely the best RPG we've played on the system so far. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, what have we played? Should do we want to talk about this game more? I don't know. This is a weird. I think the one thing I want to talk about is more about this the series future because okay, a lot yeah. of the, it's kind of interesting. A lot of the series future is tied up to one guy. And that's Keiji Inafune. So uh, he was 22 years old, and he was an artist working on the first Mega Man game. He's worked on every single one. Well, he created th- it, right? He was one of the co-creators. Oh, okay. uh, he didn't create it directly, but he was one of the artists that gave him his distinctive design. Okay. Uh, so he was stuck with the series all through the NES, all through the Super NES. And then in 1996, he was made the producer, and he was basically in charge of the series from then on. And that's about the time Mega Man exploded. We got a million spinoffs. I remember back when I was reading EGM, like, regularly back in the day, I felt like there was a new... Ah, back in the day. <laughs> I felt like there was a new uh, Mega Man game coming in the reviews or previews section every single month. Like, because there were multiple variations of every Mega Man Battle.net game oh, or right. spinoffs with, like, base and zero That's and stuff right. like that. I remember that. So it felt like there was so, so many of them coming out. It's weird that that sort of went through that heyday because... Yeah. There was, I feel like there was definitely a dip in quality in the games at that there was. point. And I guess that's what happens when you pump them all out. It was oversaturated for a bit, yeah. And I definitely kind of dropped out of the series around that time. But I came back once it went back to its roots. Um, KJ Inafude also worked on uh, some pretty significant series like Dead Rising, Onimusha, and Lost Planet. Those are all his creations. Sure. Uh, but he left Capcom in 2010. Uh, and he went off and formed his own studio uh, called Comcept. And so far, their biggest release has been uh, the controversial game Mighty Number no. Nine. Have you gotten a chance to play this? I was this? Conf- I was very confused as to why that game was con- controversial. I don't know the backstory of this, so I'm really curious. To okay, start. so a lot of this is Mighty Number no. Nine was being built as a spiritual successor to Mega Man in that it was the creator of Mega Man or one of the you know yeah. principal creators of Mega Man, and it, and was a platform, it looked pretty much platformer. exactly like it. You play as a robot boy with a helmet that shoots things and, like, you steal powers from different enemies. It's basically the same thing. Uh, And it was controversial because it was funded through Kickstarter, which a lot of people have problems with, like, big studios or big companies asking people to fund their games through Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
because it's like I don't know why you're putting that on there. Like, get a producer, get yeah, somebody exactly. Like that. Like, it's like, your job to put the game out. Yeah, like. why are you putting this on people to do this? But I mean, they had a very successful Kickstarter. It surpassed its goals significantly in 2013. But then people started, the backers started getting impatient because it kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. And it finally came out in 2016 to like very meh reviews. Okay. It came out on almost every platform. And uh, I played it. I, I picked it up for the Wii U for like a dollar. <laughs> and uh, it's fine. It's a disc based game. Like, yeah. It's not, an, it's not a downloadable thing. I think, well, it is also. Oh, but sure, like, but... It, there is a disc related okay. for pretty much every system. Huh. Um, was it a full price game? Like, when it was released? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think that's part of the problem, too. Sure. Like, people didn't want to pay 60 bucks for this thing. The retro throwback thing. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, I paid a dollar for it. Like, yeah. It, Wii U games are on sale everywhere right now, if anybody's interested. Yeah. It, it just looks kind of muddy and it just plays. Basically, the concept of that is, like, you shoot something long enough to weaken it, and then you do, like, a little dash, and you absorb its power once you dash into it. But it's very hard to tell what the new powers you have do, and it doesn't seem to make much of a difference what you're shooting and when. Hmm. So I just got kind of bored with it. Like, I played two or three levels. I'm like, this is – it's whatever. It's just so, very mediocre. Sure. So why? what does that mean for Mega Man? So – uh they were launching a concept was trying to do a Mega Man Legends esque game called Red Ash, and they're still trying to get that funded. I think a Chinese studio picked it up, but basically the series has been dead in the water since Inafune left Capcom. Uh, so when he left in 2010, uh, there were a couple of high profile projects in the series that were just abandoned. Uh, do you remember reading about Mega Man Universe? No. They were making a big deal about it because it was going to be kind of a little big planet style, create your own universe and share it online. You know, it was going to be Super Mario Maker to the sure. punch, actually. That'd be cool. Uh, and that was that was canceled. Uh, then there was Mega Man Legends 3, which uh, fans have been pulling for for a long time. It had been announced. It had been in some form of production off and on for nearly 20 years. And then they, when Inafune left, they finally just killed it. And the one that sounded really exciting to me was Maverick Hunter, um, Excuse me, which was going to be set in the X timeline. And it was going to be made by the same people who made Metroid Prime. It was going to be a first-person shooter like Metroid Prime. And that just sounds amazing to me because they've proven they can take a 2D Mm -hmm. franchise and turn it into a 3D shooter really well. So the game's basically been dead in the water. The franchise has been dead in the water since then. And that's what makes me kind of skeptical that the movie's ever going to happen. And I don't know what the future of it holds. They don't have anything in development. And they're just kind of coasting on the nostalgia of it and yeah, jamming and into fighting games. Re-releases of old stuff, collections of old stuff. And yeah. The, yeah, I think I think Mega Man, I think it's 12 or something, maybe 13 even, yeah. is coming out soon. Pretty soon. But that's certainly not a new concept. Like, yeah. those things are... Rel- there's definitely an established formula of 13 games for how to make those. Yeah. So there's not much room for innovation. Absolutely. Mm. All right, let's put a cap on Mega Man. Let's put a little blue helmet on him because that haircut, come on, ridiculous. Uh, where would you rank uh, Mega Man 64 on our illustrious list of now 64 games? Ooh, um, I feel confident Transformers Beast Wars Transmetals is going to be our 64th game. Yes, which is you, kind you of are correct. Um, yeah. I feel very similar about this game as I did to Hybrid Heaven in mm. the sense that it's a game that piqued my curiosity um, in terms of having sort of a unique unique gimmick i mean and it's cool to be able to play these customizable rpgs on nintendo 64 which hardly has any of them yeah um but i also don't quite feel like this game does it doesn't really seem to have anything that i'm like wow i really want to see more of that unless because i wasn't i'm not super excited you know the cartoony anime stuff is not 
quite what I'm in for. Okay. Um, so I don't necessarily care about the world of Mega Man. Sure. Um, so I'm going to put it, I think it's 20 or 21. I'm actually going to put it below Hybrid Heaven, one below. Okay. Um, and in the, the little sweet spot of like, I'm curious about these games, but um, don't know too much about them and would pl- would would play again. Sure. But not going to seek out. Okay. Weirdly, for as much as we seem to disagree, we landed in a pretty similar oh, place. Okay. Mine is going to be a new number uh, 19. Yeah, I think uh, I'm 20 or 21. Yeah, so. which, which puts it uh, right smack in between the two Mortal Kombat games. So, okay. uh, four above, no, trilogy above and four below. Okay. Nice. Uh, no, I like this one a lot. I think it was really super charming. It's got some technical issues that need to be worked out. And I feel like, again, we're going to be saying like the, the PlayStation version is probably going to be the better version of this. Um, at least but in we're terms not of doing. Audio we're not quality. doing old we're not doing PlayStation. This. But you know what? If this pops up on sale on PlayStation Network or something, I might pick it up and try it on that because uh, it, it interested me enough to want to seek it out a little bit. I, I would be curious more about the sequels. It seems like yeah, I think this like this game could go a longer way if the environments were more interesting. If there was some platforming in it, this game is essentially feels fairly devoid of platforming. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, which is okay since the controls are kind of stiff. Yeah, but you're essentially losing half of what makes Mega Man Mega Man. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So you know, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like I, I, I would, I would keep playing this, but maybe just not this version. Okay. Yeah. Um, so before we end it today, so we do have uh, a couple people submitted some Starshot descriptions from last week, like a little after we recorded. So I wanted to make sure they got their due here. Uh, Robert Brower wrote that Hotshot Maverick Space Surgeon Starshot Spachemin must save <laughs> like must save the universe from a deadly new virus known only as Space Circus Fever. Oh, he had the same premise I yeah, did. Yeah, similar one, yeah. yeah. Early stage symptoms include big pale skin, big red lips, a round bulbous nose. Its victims develop a predilection for juggling and eventually death. Nice. So that was good. And good. I like I'm the, glad, uh, uh, I like the 30 Rock shout there, out. So I didn't have to compete with it. Absolutely. And then uh, we also got a letter... Uh, Jerry with a G here, love the podcast, trying to figure out what Starshot Space Circus Fever is. I instantly recalled Arrow the Acrobat, a mm-hmm. game we've weirdly talked about I, a lot on the show. I also instantly recalled that yeah. game. <laughs> Not favorably. No, yeah, Arrow's but it's great. definitely like uh, when you think of like, oh, mascot circus platformers, you go Arrow the Acrobat. Or Mr. Do, but I don't I, even know I if that's a platformer. No, know. it's not. It's like yeah. a, I think it's a maze game. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a dig dug. I always thing. got really confused by between Mr. Do and Mr. No. Oh. I always wait, thought... Wait, who's Mr. No? Dr. No. Dr. No. The James oh, Bond Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I always thought that Mr. Do was a James Bond villain, a James Bond-themed game. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad one. Anyway, uh, so... Okay, I instantly recalled Arrow the Acrobat, a SNES platformer with a circus theme that I had. Who else remembers that? I'm, we we do. do. I'm guessing that ga- this game is basically that. I'll also guess there are robots, big tent space travel, uh, cotton candy weapons, a possible killer clowns lawsuit. Can't wait for the next episode and keep up the good work. So thank you, Jerry. That's awesome. You were, I, yeah. you were pretty close. A lot of those things were in the game. I don't know if and there's then, cotton candy weapons. Well, we didn't get been. far enough. And I would say it's definitely very comparable to Arrow in the sense that I yeah, almost feel like it's a luke, lukewarm circus game. I almost feel like the circus theme had almost nothing to do with the game. Like the game, the circus element really didn't have any impact on how the game played at all. That's true. Uh, yeah, for being a magical juggler. Yeah, it was, it's true. As opposed to a magical juggalo, which is the game we're playing next week. Yay! Insane, in the insane, insane clown posse goes west. Mag- magical juggalo adventure. Um, no, that would be pretty How great, though. How come there's no insane clown posse video game? 
Oh, there He's has to the be, right? the same clown posse movie. There's a few of them. Oh, yeah. there's a few of them. Okay. I feel like there would have to be a game. Maybe somewhere. I'll check the Engage or something or the Gizmondo. There's probably yeah. something on there. Uh, anyway, so thank you so much for tuning in. If you go to ultra64podcast.com, you can see our whole list. We would love it if you would rate us and review us on iTunes. That really helps uh, enhance our visibility a little bit. Um, check out The Octopus Project at uh, their website, theoctopusproject.com. They're doing our wonderful theme music, which I'm, uh, I've got to listen to the episode with the theme music on it now, and I'm like, oh, I love it. It really brings it up. It really peps things level. up. Yeah. I, can't, I can't match the level of energy that that song conveys. Um, so do you know what games we're playing next week? Uh, you always tell me and I always forget. Oh, yes. All right. So we are playing a triple dose of generic fighting games. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. All right. Let me got? guess some of them. Bring them. We already played War Gods. We so did. We didn't. Dark Rift. That's one of them. Yeah. Um, uh, crap. I'll give you a hint. They all start with a D. That's the theme I went with on these because there's nothing oh, else. Like... There's nowhere else to put them, but they uh... all start with a D. All right, I, 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 okay. I only remember Dark Rift. Dark Rift, you nailed. That was the first one. The other two are Dual Heroes and Deadly Arts. Oh so, yeah, I, I, I would not have never those. would have gotten them. We would have had a lot of dead space in the podcast if you if you stapled a bunch of '80s action movies to the wall and threw a dart, you would have gotten there eventually. Dark Rift, Dual Heroes, Deadly Arts. Well, yeah. that sounds like I don't I don't I I don't know how that sounds. It sounds like a full 3D experience. Is yeah. what it sounds like. <laughs> That's true. Whoa. Anyway. Oh! You wasted that one. Yeah. That one could have been your intro for next. It uh... still will be. No okay, one's going to yeah. remember this. That's true. Anyway, don't remember this. Woo 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 woo. Mind eraser. Mind eraser. All that's right. A, that's one of Mega Man's guns. So it's yeah. a, it's a it's a theme. It's a playoff. Yep. Today's uh, today's episode was brought to you by George Foreman Grill <laughs> and uh, the Mega Man Male Enhancement Serum. <laughs> be a Mega Man. Anyway, night everybody.